say just recently you were handed papers saying your wife after 20 years decided she doesn't want to be around you anymore. She wants a divorce. She wants out. Last week or the week before last, we talked about why marriages fall apart. Well, we're going to dive into how you can actually survive a divorce because they're not as, as devastating if you have the four pillars of a relaxed man in place. And that's what we're going to be talking about this week on episode number 84 of the relaxed male. Hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey everybody, hello and welcome to the Relaxed Mail. All right, so first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who is show, uh, coming in and listening to the show. First time, second time, if you are a repeat listener, you've been listening from episode number one. Man, all of y'all are awesome. All of y'all are great, and I appreciate everything that y'all are doing. There is uh, only one small ask that I do for the do on this is if you're listening through this and you come across somebody who's going through a divorce, somebody who is uh, having a hard time. Share this po- this episode out with them. Share them. Out, uh, share it with them so that they can actually see. Hey, you can get through this. You can. Uh, you can survive a divorce or some other type of a a terrible you know event that's going on in your life somewhere along the way where you have you know per- metaphorically speaking gotten kicked in the teeth. So if you'll share this out, share this with your friends, your family, or, you know, share it on Facebook and all that, that would be incredibly helpful to be able to build the community up. Now, before we actually get started into the show, wanted to also talk real quick about a event that's coming up on August 5th through the 8th. Uh, this is, uh, Operation Tears of the 22, uh, Chip, uh, Chip, <laughs> Rich and Matt. I don't know who Chip is. He just kind of crept in and started working all with them. Uh, but anyhow, <laughs> Rich and, and Matt are working really hard to make, to get the, uh, final details tied up for this, uh, Operation Tears of the 22 off the hardball, which is going to be over in, uh, the Bird Adventure Center down in the Ozark National Forest. This is going to be one heck of a get together. Just basically is going to be a big old camping trip with a whole bunch of uh, veterans to help them get their mind off of the day to day grind. Everything that's just eating them, eating them up, uh, you know, heart and soul wise. This is allowing them to just let their mind reset, relax, take everything away and, and to be able to connect with other men, like-minded men, like-minded women who are know what they've been going through, truly know what it's like to be, if you're, uh, if, you know, if you've been active service during a, one of the recent uh, wars and conflicts that we've had, this is, this is the thing for you. 
be able to come down to have the ability to commune and talk with others who've been through the same type of crap that you've been through. And they can, they can feel what you're, what you're going through. So if you are a veteran, this event is actually completely free for you. They are just asking you come down. Um, there's going to be food provided. There's going to be, or well, there's going to be food available. There's going to be, uh, bands. I'm going to be speaking. There's a lot of stuff that's going to be going on. If you are not a vet, dude, still want you to come on down, man. There are, uh, the, if you're not a vet, it's going to cost you $20, which it, for what they're wanting to put together and what they're doing is a crazy low price, but come down, enjoy, have a good time and, and catch a hit, uh, hit a couple of the Jeep trails. I've got, uh, Jeep clubs coming down to give the, uh, veterans rides around, uh, on some of the more crazier, uh, <laughs> tr- Jeep trails they have available. I've heard that they're supposed to be hiking trails and stuff like that. I'll probably be doing a lot of hoofing around in the, uh, in the, in the forest. Cause that's just, that's my jam. I just like to put one foot in front of another. So help us get the, uh, raise awareness and help pr- keep the, uh, the veterans that we have from doing something that is rash and, and, and horrible because every year we lose 22, uh, or 22, uh, uh, veterans a, a day, not a year, 22 veterans a day die because of, uh, of suicide. And that is way too many. One is one way too many. We need to make sure we keep them, uh, keep them around, keep them because we, the, our country honestly still needs them. It may not be for uh, in the military, but there's a lot of other things that they can do that would help. Uh, they've got a, a mission to to fulfill. So come down, sign up. They've got uh, you can go to there. I've got a link on the show notes for the uh, for the event. Bright. There's also you can also go to uh, to Facebook and sign up and get more information and they've even got a link over to their teespring site. So you can actually pick up a shirt and some other, uh, other items, stickers, things like that. So man, it's, it's going to be a, a good time. I want you to come, come on down. Now each week I like to answer a question. I'd like to have people who, uh, who are facing something in particular, facing a particular problem and are wanting some, some advice on how to actually, take care of that question, uh, take care of that problem. And if you are interested in having, uh, asking a question and having me answering it on the show, you can uh, do so two different ways. You can go to relaxmail.com forward slash contact. That'll take you over to our contact page and you can fill out a form and it'll come right over to me. You can also just shoot me an email, Brian with a Y at relaxmail.com and ask your question. And again, I'll answer it on the show. Uh, if I, for whatever reason, I don't have a question, then what I normally do will just jump over to Cora and I'll answer a question there. And it's, it's great because you can find all sorts of weird questions and you can find some that you're like going, yeah, okay. I don't really buy that. That's actually what the case is, but then you get some that are just really good. And that's what I found this week. And that is what is the most important thing uh, to teach a child so they can, will be successful. And there's so many things you could, uh, you could say, you know, make sure that you never, you know, buy too much house or, you know, don't ever take it, you know, don't ever buy a, uh, buy on loan, uh, make sure you save up the money. Um, 
there's a lot of things like that, but I wanted to say one of the things I actually really wish I had taught my kids when they were younger growing up was that they are in control of their emotions. Emotions, emotions don't happen to you. They are products of a thought that you have had. And if they want to be happy, they want to be sad. That's fine. They can be that. There's nothing wrong with feeling happy, sad, or anything like that. You can feel those emotions. You can. It's good to feel those emotions. It, it, those emotions are, as I've said before, they are the the color for your memories. They you the ones that are the most memorable uh, events are those times when you're when you're going like out going camping and you're. You end up, you know, parking your, your, your tent in the wrong area and just everything seems to go wrong. You lose the camping equipment on the, you know, on the highway, on the way, on the way there. And, uh, you, you know, you set your tent up uh, underneath a, 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 a beehive and, and you, and every morning you get out, you seem to run right through the same patch of stinging nettles. The whole thing, you know, everything about that, uh, that seems to be horrible at that moment. And, you know, you're just angry and frustrated and all that. All those emotions make that trip such a much more memorable, uh, occurrence. But to be able to teach the kids that nobody can make them feel something they don't want to feel. Somebody says something to get a rise out of them. The best thing to do is, you know, not get, not respond to them in the way they want to, you know, instead of going, Hey, I'm, you know, to really live the sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That whole thing to know that somebody can say something just as rude as they can be and still have the control of being able to just smile on the face and go, well, that's what you think. And, and be able to carry on to have that set type of confidence and, and balance. And that's something that's really tough to do, especially in the teenage years when their emotions are just flying all over the place, just because they're in their, <laughs> their hormones are, are just all over the place. So that's one, the main thing. And so I also wanted to just kind of give a quick one. Cause a lot of times I think last week I spoke for like almost 45 minutes <laughs> on the question of the week itself. Trying to see if I can give you just a little short quip, uh, answers instead of giving big old long diatribes. But so to be able to control their emotions, to be able to know where emotions come from, to be emotionally more aware for my son and my daughter to know that, Hey, this is, this is how life is. It's not the worst thing in the world. It's just life. You're going to feel happy. Life is 50, 50 pain and pleasure. You half of it's, you know, wonderful stuff. Other half is going to be stuff that is just going to blow balls. You know, it's just, it's just going to suck horribly. And so to teach my kids that would have been a great benefit for them. So now on to over to the main topic. Yeah, I told you that was going to be quick. Um, the main topic is surviving a divorce. And this is something that, um, like I said, I've said, mentioned before, I'm on, I'm in several divorce support groups and I see so many men 
jumping in there and saying, I just found out that my wife just told me she doesn't want me in the house anymore. And as these guys go on, the divorce gets, you know, really messy and really ugly. And the, they, the wife gets a, gets a lawyer and the lawyer starts telling them, well, we can go for, you know, 50% of everything he has. And basically you've got free money and, and it's all this stuff that builds up. And, uh, greed gets, uh, gets a taste of the, uh, gets into the end of the mix and suddenly the person you thought you remember as being this wonderful, sweet, amazing woman suddenly starts to become very vindictive, very, uh, very angry and, and unreasonable. And honestly, on the same side, she's going to probably start thinking a lot of the same things about you. He's just doing this just to get back at me. He's just, you know, we don't really know exactly why each other does this, but you know, it does. And it divorce is hell. And we see the, the really, really ugly side of people. When we go through a divorce, the people who we loved and committed our lives to suddenly it becomes, they are just, they become a different person. And when fighting monsters, you have to, hope that and pray that you don't become a monster in your own stead. So how do you keep your feet on the ground? How do you keep your head on straight? How do you survive a divorce? How do you come out of divorce on the opposite side or even possibly stop the divorce from happening? Well, there's four things and I've talked about these things multiple, multiple times, and that is using the four pillars of a relaxed man. These four pillars are a man's mind, body, soul, and community. And each of these uh, are things that you have to work on every day, day in, day out. And if the divorce ends or you save your divorce, you save your marriage, even when that happens, you do not stop practicing these four pillars. You have to continually apply them. You have to make sure that you can stand up against the, the, the the test that your wife will throw at you. And they're not something that she's actively always trying to do. It's just, it's the best way of looking at them. And that is, Hey, I need you uh, to start. It's stop going to your men's groups all the time. Uh, we need to be doing some stuff on, on say on Thursday night, we've, we've got a, 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 a group that we, I want to start taking us to, well, you can say yes, or you can say, no, I, need to make sure that I continue to talk with these men every week, Thursday night, seven o'clock, talk with them, talk with them, talk with them. And we're always, we've made a commitment to each other that that's what's going to happen. And she may not like that, that boundary, but then again, that boundary is for her sanity and your sanity and to make sure that you keep yourself in the position where your wife finds you attractive and finds you, uh, finds you the, as the man that she loved, fell in love with and married. So let's jump over. Let's go ahead and jump over. So how the man's mind, why is, why is this helpful? First off, you're learning. You're always growing. You're not, you're taking, keeping check of what your thoughts are. You're keeping check of what your mind is about. You're learning about yourself all the time, every day, learning a little more and a little more and a little more. 
you're reading books, you're re- listening to podcasts, you're you're watching YouTube videos about a particular topic, but you're also learning about yourself and how to grow as yourself. You want to always be learning how something works, how something can be accomplished, how something can be, you know, can be improved. And that includes your emotional strength, your emotional well-being, your mental health. That also applies to, you know, your passions in life. Are you into RC planes? Well, how do you, um, you know, you're going to want to consume information about those particular topics. If you're into wood carving, you find literature about uh, wood carving. You find books about wood carving. You find, probably find podcasts about wood carving. And these are all things that are available for you to consume, to build your mind, to grow your mind. And you need to always be growing because, as Robert Kiyosaki said, uh, the moment you stop learning is you're you're dying. And that is such a, a profound way to look at it because you're not growing anymore. And the moment you stop growing is the moment you're going on the downhill slope. And so many of us men, when we get, uh, get married, yeah. Well, once we get out of, out of school, the reading comes to a halt. The reading stops and we are just, we're doing whatever it is we need to do to make sure that we bring in the resources for our, for our family, but we still need to be, need to be learning and we don't. And that's a lot of the problems. We start getting ourselves set in ways and we start telling ourselves, you know, a bunch of, bunch of particular garbage, like, Oh, I can't read because the moment I start reading is when I fall asleep. And, and so I don't read, I can't get further than, you know, two pages in. Well, that's because that story you're telling yourself, you've told yourself you fall asleep when you get three pages in. You told yourself you don't start falling asleep until 10 pages in. Guess what? You'll make it to 10 pages and then fall. You'll start getting drowsy. If you say, I am an avid reader and start programming yourself mentally that to be an avid reader, you will start reading more and more. That is, again, making sure you keep your mental state uh, in a, in a learning position, a learning, a learning, uh, means and so to you want to make sure that your your the man's mind is always being cultivated and grown and taking the stuff question things that you believe and come to understand why you believe those things that you say you believe and make sure that you change change the uh the garbage and put out the and and bring in new stuff and learn and change philosophies understand philosophy how do you apply different philosophy uh philosophical uh, uh, means of, 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 of living. These are all important. These are all covered under the man's mind. The next pillar is the man's body. The man's body is the health pillar. This, you, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything, right? You've got to be able to make sure that you are prepared physically so that you can protect your family. Yeah, you hear a lot of women these days say that they like a man who is soft around the edges. They don't want to you know, a guy that's all buff and, and, and muscle bound. Well, I can understand why they don't want a guy who's muscle bound, but you want a guy who is in shape and a soft guy, guy with, you know, that's pudgy and, and it's got a dad rocking that dad bod. No, honestly, you women don't find the dad bod near as sexy as they would, as they try to claim. 
these they would rather see because if that was the case you would see nicholas cage being you know a lot more dad bodish you would see you know chris pratt would be back to being his 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 rounder self you don't see those because people actually like to look at you know women like to see men who are in shape and this is a pillar I struggle with. I, I need to be getting myself into better shape. And right now it is just walking. And, and that's something. At least I'm putting one foot in front of the other. I'm burning a little bit of extra calories that I'm putting uh, putting in. And it's not being converted into fat. But still, I need to be doing more. I probably really need to start doing burpees every day. Uh, just something else to really get that heart rate going some more. But it's not just exercises and making sure your body is fit. You need to be eating right. You need to, and I don't mean eating tofu and going a vegan. Now we us men do have our, um, our, we are omnivores. And so that means that we are to be eating animal meat and eating different types of meats along with green fruits and vegetables, you know, fruits and vegetables, green leafy vegetables, the different colored vegetables, all those things that, you know, go in a great salad are, are good. That includes bacon. Bacon is actually very healthy for you. Don't let uh, the, the, the health nuts try to tell you otherwise. Bacon is very healthy for you. Uh, my granddad, my great granddad, from what I understand, used to, uh, used to have uh, large sandwiches uh, during the, uh, the depression. And that's, if you can live off of something like that, you know, it, you can, you're, you're doing good. You're, you're on the right path. Now, the four, third is man's soul. This one here is incredibly important because us men fight, uh, burnout when we're doing stuff that doesn't fit with what our calling is. Uh, there is a book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, and Gay talks about there being four different zones that men that people work in. There is the zone of incompetence. This is stuff that you can't do. You don't do well, and and it's like me being a mechanic. That is, I that is my zone of incompetence. There's zone of competence. This is stuff that you can do. You're not very good at it, but you can do do it. There's the zone of excellence, and this is the stuff that you can do, and you really do rock at it. You are good at this. Then there's the zone of genius, and this is what you're actually, this is your calling. This is what you are meant to be doing. This is what really fulfills you, and it feeds your soul. You need to be doing that. And most 99.999% of the time, the feeding the soul means you're creating something. It might be that you are creating a blog. You're doing something. It's doing something that is bigger than yourself. You're contributing to other people. This calling is a, is kind of a, of an elusive trait in all reality. It takes a lot of work to really figure out what it is that you're meant to be doing, but it's something that if you work at it, you can find it and it's trial and error. One of the best ways of doing this is start off just by by making a list of things you would like to try. Wonder what this would be like and start doing those things. And as you do, you'll start finding out what really what you like about it and what you don't like about it. And those things that you like about it are going to start kind of leaning you to, and molding you and directing you over towards what your main 
calling is. Another way you can find out is if, is to find out what your talents are and ask your friends, what's your superpower? And they're going to probably tell you something that you think that uh, no one's going to find finds that interesting. And that's because you're so good at it, but they are in awe of the fact that you're so good at it. So maybe it is organizing a, a, a file cabinet. You do it in, uh, in such a thoughtful way that they would just like, who would have ever thought that? Well, John would have, because that's a superpower that helps you to understand how, what, where you can apply your talent with what your, what your calling is. And there you've got that spark of, of, of genius. And the last one is the man's community. Now the man's community is one of those that is, once you become an adult, especially when you become married and you have kids, this one withers and starts to crumble so fast. Yet at those times is when we really need to make sure that we keep our community close. The The man's community pillar is also the band of brothers. You're these guys that you talk to on a regular basis. When I say regular, I don't mean regularly once a year. I mean, regularly like once, twice a, a week at, uh, at minimum. And you are, always living your life intentionally with these, with this group of guys. And when I say a group, I don't mean just two or three. I mean, you want about 12 guys that you can look to. These guys are your 3 a.m. Uh, on your 3 a.m. list. These are the guys that if you had a problem 3 a.m., uh, three o'clock in the morning, you can call one of them up and they'll go, dude, I'll, I'm go, I'll be there. Give me 10. And they will, they'll do it. They'll get up, they'll get out the dress, they'll get out no matter what the weather is to be able to come over and help you with whatever the problem is. But the, not only is the man's community that tight knit group of men, masculine men that all men need to have in their lives. We all need that, especially when you're married, because this is, these are the guys you turn to for help and insight. You, these are the guys you turn to for help with your, uh, with your kids. You know, they say it takes a, a village, but it's not a village. It takes your band of brothers to come in and, you know, from time to time, they may take little Johnny and Billy out on a camping trip while you're out working and they bring them back and they've got, you know, they're going to share the fun stories about old dad while they're, while they're out there and. Those are the things that help your kids connect with you better. These are the things that help your, uh, your, your kids connect to your, your friends better. But the man's community is also your church, the lions, the animal clubs out there, like the Elks Lodge, the animal, uh, the, the lions club, things like that, the rotary clubs, the, uh, uh, you know, all these uh, different types of clubs and, and special interest clubs. Like, you know, there's maybe a blacksmithing club, a, or a, a wood carving club, a woodworking club. There are always these different types of clubs out there. And if you want, are looking for a club, their great place to go is over to meetup.com. And if you can't find something in your area and in meetup, that's a good indicator that you might want to go ahead and start trying to create one. But know that if you create that, you're, it's going to take dedication and consistency and every week showing up and having no one else there. You show up at that place of, uh, that you've designated as the meeting spot. You show up there. No one shows up. You're there for an hour, um, before you, uh, before you pack it up and you leave, you show up, 
you show up every week, every week you invite people and they may, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll come, I'll come. And then they may turn around and kind of blow you off. But if you keep it up, eventually they're going to go, okay, fine. Yeah, I'll come over. And you start growing guys because all of a sudden they are in those people you brought in, they are involved and then they start bringing other people. And then those people start bringing in other people and those people start bringing in other people until you have a working club of whatever the topic is that you want to talk about, whether it is underwater basket weaving or how to, you know, or, or, a computers nerd club, you know, maybe you have a Linux users group that you would like to like to start. There's always something out there for you that coincides with your interests, with your desires, with your calling and with your passion. So those four pillars. Now, how do? why is it that they are important? Well, again, man's mind helps you because you can read books like the the five love languages and learn that you know you can probably win your wife back by actually knowing how to speak to her in her love language you can find out what you can take the uh the test over at five love uh, five the number five love languages.com and they've got a test there and you can test and find out what your Love languages are, you can also take the test and help and help you understand what your spouse's love languages are. And these help you to become better at connecting with your spouse because a lot of times their emotional tank, their emotional bank account has run dry. It is gone. It is depleted. It's been depleted for years because you're just coming, you're going to work, you're coming home, you're sitting down, you're grabbing bite to eat, you watch a little television, you go to bed, you get up and you rinse and repeat. And you're doing everything you can just to hold yourself together because you're not doing the thing that you really love. You're doing something that you find that you are need to do just to make sure you bring home the bacon. And your wife was probably out working too, and she's not doing what her calling is, and she's doing what she can just to bring home the bacon. And y'all go and leave, y'all come back, y'all barely talk, y'all barely do anything. And so, yeah, that that emotional bond, those emotional tanks are going to drain. And so, all of a sudden, she gets, uh, she catches somebody catches her eye, and they actually talk to her, and she gets those excites those little you know those those feelings of of what love is and the 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 euphoric emotions uh, feeling uh, of 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 lust and and that is a hard thing to to dissuade but eventually they people will start to uh start to to realize that hey this I'm still I'm not, I'm still falling into the same trap. I'm getting, I got fall in love with this girl and that feeling of fresh new love, that puppy love is just, you know, is, is great and wonderful, but it starts to wane and you start hitting these cycles of, of trying and failing, trying and failing. And those emotions fail because of the lack of being able to speak a love language. But if you can show your, your wife, or if you have been through a divorce or you're going through a divorce, at least don't date until the divorce is final. That's one thing I keep hearing guys saying, well, we're, uh, we've been broke up for six months, so I'm, I'm dating this other girl. No, wait until the divorce is final. 
one that's one big thing it just be learn to be comfortable with yourself stress put yourself through those uncomfortable situations of learn to be by yourself learn to depend upon yourself don't depend on a woman to be able to bring you happiness because one she can't the only person who can bring you happiness is you as you go through your divorce or your your uh, separation making sure that you understand how you're uh, understanding what those emotions are and why those emotions are are being felt and the thoughts that are associated with those particular emotions help you to understand when someone is trying to manipulate you emotionally and why and if they're trying to or if you are trying to manipulate somebody emotionally and you can understand how to start communicating in a not in a passive way uh form of communication or a or a aggressive form of uh, of communication but you are in um uh, assertive form of communication you're speaking in the tone and in the way that a man has to speak and yeah if you're someone's not used to that type of speaking they're going to be really kind of put off with it at first because they're used to you being very mealy mouth and very you know very passive or even passive aggressive and those are never good ways to actually communicate but to communicate in an assertive manner is one that provides a lot of commands a lot of authority with you with the fact that you're actually even creating and that you've got a healthy body these all these four pillars provide the different the foundation for your balance and when you're balanced and you are standing on a firm foundation the people in your life will be able to use you and depend upon you to to be there and to be that emotional emotional rock that they need to look to using these four pillars is is important to be able to survive your 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 divorce and if your marriage is falling apart using these four pillars can also help save a marriage if it is going downhill start applying these marriage these pillars learning getting around start reading listening to more podcasts don't consuming stuff for the knowledge not for the entertainment value just sitting there being amused is is a big problem because you have a muse and that is a thought that is imagination but to amuse something to find something amusing it means to not be a thought that is you're turning a thought off Guys, I want to thank y'all very much for taking the time to listen to the show. If uh, you would go and share this episode out with those who you think would actually uh, benefit from it. If this is your first time listening, man, and you made it this far, man, I appreciate it. You can go over to relaxmail.com forward slash uh, subscribe. And you can see that I have a load of different ways that you can actually subscribe to the podcast we uh, we're available on apple podcast google podcast uh, pandora um stitcher and many other uh podcast platforms out there um if you uh are 
running into uh running into a, a platform that you don't have well i've also got links to uh to be able to pull up the uh, rss feed so you rss the rss feeds url so you can copy that in there but if also if you would just let me know what platform you you use that it's not showing up i will make sure to get it uh to show up in there so guys with that i want to thank you again for uh for listening and if you have any problems, have any questions, anything like that, please uh, reach out and, and let me know. I'd love to be able to help you out and see what we can do on getting you on the right track. So, guys, I'm going to go ahead and let you go. Thank you again for listening. Until next week, bye.